This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumen.org.uk. That's L U M I N.org.uk. The presenter is Jeff Lumley. Hello, and welcome to another one of these uh, little talks, these podcasts. This one's not an easy one, at least not for me, because I know. Practically everything I'm saying is going to be a challenge to me. Hosea chapter 8 verse 1, and we're actually looking at four different passages, and this is not one of them, but it is the theme, if you like. Hosea 8.1 says, set the trumpet to your mouth, or put the trumpet to your lips, for an eagle is over the house of the Lord, because the people have broken my covenant and rebelled against my law. Put the trumpet to your mouth. Warn the people. Let's just have a little bit of Old Testament context before we go on. And I'm going to read you part of Deuteronomy 28, which was part of the Old Covenant and the covenant God made with the people of Israel. And Deuteronomy 28 lists the blessings they will receive if they keep the covenant, and then goes on to tell them what will happen if they do not obey the Lord their God and do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees. Verse 16 of Deuteronomy 28 says, You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basket and your kneading trough will be cursed. The fruit of your womb will be cursed. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion and rebuke. In everything you put your hand to until you are destroyed and come to sudden ruin because of the evil you have done in forsaking him. The Lord will plague you with diseases. The Lord will strike you with wasting disease. The sky over your head will be bronze. The ground beneath you iron. The Lord will turn the rain of your country into dust and powder. It will come down from the skies until you are destroyed. And the purpose of this is to wake them up and make them realise they've walked out of the covenant relationship with God so that they may come back. And Amos tells them that. So we're now in Amos chapter 4. And God weepingly says, I gave you empty stomachs in every city and lack of bread in every town, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I also withheld rain from you when the harvest was still three months away. I sent rain on one town, but withheld it from another. One field had rain, another had none, and dried up. People staggered from town to town for water, but did not get enough to drink. Yet you have not returned to me, says the Lord. And someone I was once in a group with who said, well, why would they return to God? If he's doing that to them, I wouldn't turn to God. And we had to point out to them, well, you've missed the point because what God is doing here, what Amos is doing here is referring back to what God said. If these things happen, it is because you have walked away from me and you need to come back. Verse 9, Amos 4, many times I struck your gardens and vineyards, destroying them with blight and mildew. Locusts devoured your fig and olive trees, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I sent plagues among you, as I did to Egypt. I killed your young men with the sword, along with your captured horses. I filled your nostrils with the stench of your camps. Yet 
You have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I overthrew some of you as I did, Sodom and Gomorrah. You were like a burning stick snatched from the fire, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. And in all of this, Amos is reminding them that if the things that are happening to them are happening, it's because they're out of covenant with God and they need to return to the Lord. But that is the old covenant and was specifically for Israel. Although we can deduce things from it for us, it was for Israel under the old covenant. Let's move forward to the new covenant and the great prophecy in the new covenant in Revelation. But on the way, let's briefly just pause in Daniel chapter 12. Daniel is told in chapter 12, verse 4, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll I've given you until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. And then in verse 9, go your way, Daniel, because the words are rolled up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined. Daniel didn't know this, but this is what the Messiah will do. This is the blood of Jesus he's talking about. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. So at the end of Daniel, this scroll of all that has been revealed to Daniel that he has not been allowed to include in his written work is sealed up until the time of the end. Now, actually, the end days in the Bible refer to that period between the resurrection of Jesus and his return. It's the age of the church. The time of the end is the age of the church. And at the end of Revelation chapter 5, there is a voice saying, who can open the scroll? Who can undo the seal on the scroll? The time of the end has come and hooray, the lamb comes forward. Jesus comes forward because he is the only one worthy to open the scroll that is sealed until the time of the end. And so now as the scroll is unrolled, we see God's warnings to the world in the time of the end. Now, let me be clear. Revelation includes prophecies which are people have said, well, I don't think this is going to happen until a specific time at the very end of history. And others have said, no, this is happening all the way through from Jesus until the end of history. And others have said yet other things. I want to say both are true. There is very much a sense of at the final point in history, the outworking of everything in Revelation will be crystal clearly happening in a big way. I, I was sorry, I don't mean crystal clearly happening in a big way. I mean, these prophecies will be finally fulfilled. And how that happens will be seen then, but I cannot tell you exactly what it will look like. But all the way through, God's word is relevant to the people of God. And God's word was relevant to John and the people around him when Jerusalem was destroyed by the Romans 
And these words brought comfort to them then, but they also speak to us through history until the return of Christ. I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. And I want you to hear, as we read this, what it's saying in the light of the world we live in today. And I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come! I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. And I haven't said, but I will say, that I think these verses work very much like Deuteronomy 28. When you see these things happening, it's because you have walked away from me. It welled. You need to return to God. You need perhaps to come to God in some places for the first time. This is what happens when the dragon, who we meet in Revelation, who is the devil, gets the hold of humanity and makes the human being into the beast makes humanity into the beast that rages against God. When you see these things happening, you need to return to God because these things are a sign that God's kingdom is not manifest on the world. And we are called to pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And whilst, yes, that's a prayer about the future reign of Christ in a visible way. It is also about bringing that to pass now. There is no reason why God's kingdom cannot be on earth now. Because for a start, if you're a Christian, if I'm a Christian, then in my life, the kingdom should be visible and manifest and active. And therefore, the more of us together who are living like that, the more of the kingdom there is on earth. And we need to take authority on earth and pray your kingdom come into these situations. So the first thing God says is, if you are a world without Jesus, there will be before you a rider who will give get authority and he will be a conqueror. Verse 3, when the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. And another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. Now we've already got the conqueror, so this is something different. This is war, perhaps, but maybe it's also... People with guns going into schools and shooting people. People with knives going into marketplaces and stabbing people. Maybe it's not just war, but also small level killing. Verse 5, when the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come. I looked and there before me was a black horse, its rider 
holding a pair of scales in his hand, and I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, A measure of wheat for a day's wages, and three measures of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. Now, firstly, the oil is olive oil. They didn't have oil from the ground in those days, but maybe there's a prophetic use of the word oil there. However, this is economic collapse. A whole day's wages to get a bit of wheat or a bit of barley. But the rich people with the oil, the olive oil and the wine are not hurt. Verse 7, when the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come. I looked and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close beside him. They were behind him. They were given power over a quarter of the earth to kill by sword, by famine, and by plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. These are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's the name they've been given in popular culture. There are seals 5, 6, and 7. I'm not looking at those on this occasion. In the last few years, we've had, well, it wasn't a plague, was it? It wasn't even perhaps quite what we thought it was going to be back in 2020, but it was a pandemic. It was a worldwide disease that was pretty scary at the times and killed a lot of people and caused an awful lot of people to be very ill and some have ongoing symptoms. So I'm not belittling it, but I'm just saying it wasn't perhaps the plague in the way that the Black Death killed most of, you know, half the population and things like that. But it was still a disease. Famine? Well, if the predictions of what's happening in Ukraine are correct, and Ukraine being the major producer of the grain, the wheat, for Europe and those farms being trampled or not able to be harvested, who knows what will come in the next 12 months. And economic collapse. Well, we're already seeing oil prices going through the roof, which will make food prices go through the roof. Who knows what's coming? But what the Bible says is, when these things happen... Don't try and fix it by some clever political means. You'll just get yourselves into a bigger mess. You need to come back to God. And that's the message we need to be giving. And that's why it challenges me, because I don't say it. Okay, I'm saying it here. But I'm saying it here in the privacy of a quiet room with just a clock ticking. No one around will I go out and say it. How will I say it? What is the right way of saying it? Is it writing letters to MPs? Is it speaking to just the people who live around me, my neighbours or others, family, friends? Is it writing to newspapers? What is the way that the church gets this message out? We don't do a very good job of it. We haven't got the media's ear. They just want to ridicule messages that are of repentance and holiness. And we are just called names. But yet God says this is the message that is needed. 
And if it's the message that's needed, we need to be asking God to show us how to get that message out. Because we need to set the trumpet to our lips. An eagle is over the house of the Lord. Because the people have broken his covenant and rebelled against his law. We're not under the old covenant. Our world is not fully Christian. But perhaps the church has lost some of its saltiness and needs to regain it. Jeff has a book out called What's Going On which seeks to teach the message of the Bible as it works chapter by chapter through the book of Revelation. You can download a digital copy of the book for £4.20 from www.limon.org.uk. There are also a limited number of print editions available for £13.65p plus postage and packing. In the UK this would be £4.20. To order a print copy send an email from the website. Rise up and The music we finished with was the Commonwealth Choir singing Rise Up and Sing, in honour of the Platinum Jubilee of Her Majesty the Queen. 
Thank you for listening.